0: What does people-forward banking mean? At s it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give-back, make-you-smile campaign that will have you saying, this is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC
2: Jameson, pardon our
3: <laughs> long intro. Our long intro there. That's all
2: right. That's a, Yeah, it's a it's a Monday. Everybody's celebrating today. That was the oh yeah. Jacob was probably eating Caliente pizza. That was the problem. <laughs> uh, but uh, Steelers uh, winning on Sunday, beating the uh, New Orleans Saints twenty to ten. Uh, interesting game. Uh, we've now seen two games with T.J. Watt on the football yeah, field this correct. year. And the Steelers defense has been pretty dominant in pretty both of those Pretty dominant in both, right? Both of those games.
3: Yeah, you you I read your uh, 10 thoughts and you, you laid it out real well about okay, there was that drive at the end of the half where they were going to hurry up and they had a little bit of momentum. But that was like it. That was it. They didn't do anything <laughs> I mean, other than really that. Is. Yeah. And then
2: and a 40-yard field goal drive and yeah. that was it.
3: That was about it. Yeah. And then second half was just, you know, drive after drive of just Interception, turnover on down, whatever. So many third and longs for that. So, so many. So many third and longs. Yeah. Like and we did a video today and I I kinda chuckled like they were grateful to get a third and seven. Yeah. And they were thirds and twelves. I mean brutal.
2: Yeah. Uh the Steelers doing a really nice job. And, and that's what I mean, Watt didn't have a sack. He almost had a sack in the game. Mm-hmm. Came up a, half massive. a yard short. Short of a, a, Dalton got like a half yard gain, and they okay. so they, they gave him a, a one yard gain on it. But he should have. I mean, it it a rushing been sack instead yeah. of yeah. Real, reality was it was a sack. I mean, mm-hmm. it was. I think that made it third and ten instead of third. You know, third and eleven. Third, third and yeah, yeah, ten and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, same difference as having a sack because mm-hmm. he was flushed out of the pocket. Um, but Watt.
3: He blew up the play.
2: You saw, yeah, right. you saw the the attention that the Saints paid to him, yeah, consistently, and they had Ryan Ramchick on that side,
3: who's really their only good remaining lineman at right. this point. I mean, the and rest they were line. doubling
2: Watt, right. helping him out. Their best lineman, they're helping out, yes, because that's that's the, the kind of difference that he makes. And
3: they both were first round picks out of Wisconsin together. Yeah. They know each other extremely well. Obviously, they've gone against each other. I didn't think of that angle until they mentioned it on the broadcast. So. I forget who I was talking to. I was Mark Madden just a little bit ago about what kind of impact does Watt have? Like, well, here's just one example. Like you said, nine out of 10 Saints opponents in this situation with backup linemen everywhere else. Ryan, you got that dude. Yeah. But they couldn't do it in this case. Right. You know, they just can't because it would have just as bad.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, and so Alex Highsmith gets two sacks. That's two games now you know. with Watt that Alex Highsmith has played, and he has five sacks in those two games. <laughs>
3: right, right. He should end up with 15. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got eight and a half yeah. already. I mean, and, I mean, then they put that backup left tackle in too. That dude was toast. And at some and point, good.
2: you do wonder, and, and they're not going to stop paying attention to Watt. No, but the, uh, does everybody then start max protecting against the Steelers on everything? It just changes everything which, you do, which makes your coverage down the field on the back on the backside that much easier to do. Yeah, I,
3: I've given very little thought to Steelers Bengals. You know, I'm recollecting of what happened, of course, but I'm just thought there as you said that, I'm thinking they're very, very predominantly an eleven personnel team. So you know, I think I mentioned on the radio a little bit ago was. Teams that want to play eleven might have to play twelve. You know, I yeah. mean, and we've seen the state. They make get, you
2: play left-handed.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just prepare all week differently. You put people in there that are blockers instead of Tyler Boyd. Yeah, you, you know, or, or your running back because you
2: know your running back might be your safety valve, but now he's got to chip Watt.
3: Now he's Chip Watt. Yeah, or stay in. You know, they've been throwing a mix in a lot. Kamara's a tremendous receiver, but he's also able in protection. Yeah. It's just it, it, they make you do things you don't want to do offensively, which. Is huge. And yeah. It makes everyone around you better too.
2: I mean, if you look at it, Kamara caught three passes yesterday for 19 yards.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, you know, he had four targets. They took Chris Olave, yep. who's been having a great rookie season. I thought
3: those are the those two were the and, whole and offense.
2: Pretty much eradicated him out of the offense yep. um, because they didn't trust it to have the time to throw down the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, I, I mentioned today on the on the uh, video that we did, Andy Dalton was six of 11. For sixty-six yards and in both interceptions,
3: outside the numbers,
2: pl- throwing to his, his outside receivers, yeah, who are yeah, the yeah. you know the guys that are getting down the field. I mean, you know, again, changes the complexion of everything with that defense. A
3: hundred percent. And I am curious to watch the All Twenty Two and say, did they really focus on Alave and Kamara? Like you know, we had talked about going into the week because the other guys aren't scary, and if they get a couple plays here and there, so be it. Uh, you mentioned about how. They were really focusing on Taysom Hill's snaps as well. They, they, they obviously practiced against all the stuff he brings to the table. Um a well-coached group. I, I thought the corners held up well. Um, pass rush sure helps. But I, I didn't see anyone on defense that was a, a major liability. I, I have my thoughts on Spillane, and we'll keep it positive for now. But, <laughs> 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 but overall, I mean, you can just see the ripple effect when the star is in there.
2: Yeah, Alvin Kamara had eight carries for 26 yards, and he had a 14-yard carry. Yeah,
3: yeah he had a decent one, right? Uh,
2: so it was seven for 12 on his other rushes, mm-hmm. and it, and it started right out of the gate. I thought field position, yeah, was a huge factor.
3: It's been a while since they've it's, had yeah, positive it, field position. They got the
2: uh, after the, the they got the opening kickoff, drove to midfield, punted, got it downed inside 10 the 10. Down, right. And they the Saints couldn't move the ball. They get the ball back at at midfield. They go in for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is their best field position in a month. Yeah, all year probably.
3: Just the game was probably their best field position game. I mean, they were last in league defensively of where they had to start their drives. I mean, and you think if you think about it,
2: you know, if they give up, let's say they give up twenty yards there, Mm -hmm. and now the Saints are punting from the twenty-five. Totally different situation, right? You know, that
3: stuff's very important. I mean, especially a team like this that's going to win in the margins and turnovers and. Um, they did a good job, too, of not—an uh, overriding theme to me in this game for the Steelers, especially the defense, was they didn't hurt themselves either. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of those long drives, we know that they're not the most explosive passing offense, that's for sure, but they did get some explosives on the ground. But they did sustain those drives without taking the holding penalty and being in third and 15, and, you know, those type of things. Well, that was
2: huge as well. I, they really won the the, the penalty battle. Yeah. Uh, the, the Saints' uh, secondary was just overwhelmed
3: they're outside corners. I mean, really, really bad. Day.
2: Um, you know, I think Deontay Johnson, uh, the, the one slant that he ran, they had zero coverage on and the guy just grabbed him. Yeah. Because he yeah. knew if he caught the ball, there, there was nobody right, back. There was call, a touchdown. Yeah. Right, right. Um, you know, so I think Deontay was a little frustrated by all that. But um,
3: You had a different vantage point than I did. I've watched on TV like most of our listeners. But my hunch is just by the, the way those corners were playing and what I did see Pickens and Deontay ate their lunch. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they just really did.
2: Yeah, I mean, they did, but the Steelers didn't have to throw it a lot.
3: No, they didn't have to throw it a lot, and we'll get to Kenny at some point. But I don't think he saw it all that well either. There yeah, there have mean, been more throws that he could have. I think uh,
2: you know, with with what the Saints were doing, you know, they showed again zero blitz a lot, mm-hmm. uh, throwing a lot of different stuff at him. Um, you know, I do I do think that they did mix things up. You know, well enough uh, that that confused him at mm-hmm. times. Um, and you know he did have to be cognizant of where the honey badger was at. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the one I mean, they, guy you want. Demario
3: Davis. And yeah, they you, got dudes. Yeah,
2: you want to stay away from those guys. But uh, you know, overall, they they took care of the football. Mm-hmm. They ran for 217 yards. Um, what a
3: difference a run game makes! Oh, huge. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought this game was one across the board, but on both sides, they won the trench battle and they absolutely won the run game
2: battle. When you outrun, you know? when you outrush the other team by almost 200 yards. Mm-hmm. You don't lose. You don't <laughs> lose.
3: I mean, it just makes – you move the ball at will, chunks, you wear them down. Um, you know, you mentioned the offense for the, the Saints in the second half. They, they couldn't get anything going. They had no foundation. Steelers have too often been in that situation. But it's just so much better when you can get something going on the ground. And I, I'm really excited because this is sort of Steeler-related. But, like, I use this example today. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they just ran the ball over and over and over this week. I mean, you think they don't want to throw it all over? Rodgers threw 20 passes in an overtime game. Brady was a few more. They won. They got their teams back on their winning track. Often talk about Atlanta, the Giants, the Bears, all these teams that don't have any talent. Well, they at least put—they're still competitive because they're running the football. Yeah. And uh, I'm a a dork with analytics, as everyone knows, but I hope there's some studies this offseason— that kind of go back to oh the running game doesn't matter. I think the running game matters Absolutely. more, this more year so than, than ever before I mean, because like, Tennessee's winning their division. They yeah. can throw the ball. So many teams, <laughs> so
2: many opponents, uh, so many defenses are, are just oh, you want to run the ball. Have at it. Yeah. Well, okay. Think, yeah. Well, if you're going to give it, things are me, shifting
3: back in a big yeah. way, and it might take a year to correct itself. But just keep pounding the ball, and you know it, it pays off. It makes things a little easier, and it evens the playing field
2: yeah and, you know, and I you know Najee Harris, I thought um had his best game obviously the sure. year in terms of of what he got on the ground, but
3: even the way he looked, I thought way, the way but, he yeah. was, I thought
2: he was much more decisive he was yes. getting downhill immediately there were a couple times when they tried to run him to the outside. stop that yeah, don't yeah. do that anymore just right. run it up the middle. I was critical
3: that he ran like a small back, Yeah, he didn't in this game.
2: No, no. Um,
3: and Warren compliments him really well. Yeah, and yeah. Pickett's I'm, legs add to the equation without question.
2: No doubt. We've talked yeah. about that. I mean, I think they had 126. I just did the, the first half uh, review. Mm-hmm. They had like 126 rushing yards from the quarterbacks this season going into this going game. Going into the, okay, If yeah. you remember, they had like 58 yards rushing last year oh, from the yeah. quarterbacks. Right. Well, now you just added 51 more to that with Pickett. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I mean, we've been talking in the offseason. More off of
2: that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Give me more of that. I mean, how many times we have we had this conversation in the offseason, not knowing what the offense was going to look like, what what's Trubisky and Pickett going to do as runners? And we were like, let's just say they get 18 yards a game through 17 games. That's so many more rushing yards than yeah. they would have had last year, you know? And it's even better than that. And I, I have some issues with some of his runs. I think he was too frenetic in the pocket and didn't need to go. But uh, much like Justin Fields, who everyone's raving about, He's a very undeveloped player in the pocket. Fields, I'm talking about, and he he has a crutch with this great right. running ability. And I think Kenny's better in the pocket than Fields. He's not the runner Fields is, but it's if he didn't have it, he'd have been in big. He'd be in big trouble.
2: Yeah, I look at uh, you know the the six sacks that they gave up mm-hmm. in this game. First of all, I don't know why they were throwing it 36 times. Yeah, add, good point. Adding the, the, game, add in the yeah. picket uh, the picket scrambles and it was probably over 40. Mm-hmm. And you ran the I ball 40
3: 42 dropbacks or yeah whatever. yeah
2: it was somewhere around that number too many too many um, too many in that in that kind of game uh especially when the that running being
3: said though I mean they were 50 50 run I mean there, there yeah. was a heavy run ratio but yeah. you were winning
2: you're winning yeah. and, and you yeah. were winning you know decisively uh, you know for much of the second half uh pound the football and it was working and it, it was wasn't working like yeah. getting
3: one yard two yards you know it was working. I I thought
2: you know they took that 10 nothing lead and they did so by running the football Mm-hmm. And then they kind of got away from it for a little while, but then they got back to it. Yeah. Um, keep doing that. And if it's working like that, you know, all right. And, and you know, if Make you Make them,
3: what's the basketball term? You know, uh, shoot me out of zone or whatever. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? If you're yeah. going to hand me five yards of carry time and time again with a rookie quarterback, why do we have to get fancy? You know, yeah. what I mean? even uh, if it's, you know, know if it's Josh Allen. If it's all three that, yards right.
2: on first down, it's three yards on first down because you're mm-hmm. probably going to get five on the next one. Now you're in third and two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um. So I, I, you know, I, I, I for that where t- this
3: offense has been, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Um,
2: the Saints had been very good on third downs this year.
3: Yeah, defensively,
2: and the Steelers converted fifty percent.
3: Yeah, it was great, and some of them were third and, you know, medium or long too. You know, yeah. but yeah, they 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 did stay ahead of the chains. I did think Pickett played well on third downs in particular. Um, boy, it's third down defense too it was.
2: Outstanding, a, yeah, outstanding, um, yeah. yeah. I thought they really knew where where New Orleans wanted to go with the ball. I thought, mm-hmm. I, I thought that the the coaching staff uh, defensively really did a nice job. You saw a couple of shifts. I think
3: they've been shining for about yeah. six weeks now.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, they've they've pitched shutouts in two of their last three games in the second half of those games, mm-hmm. including at Miami. Yeah, right. right, A right, team right. that you just saw that put up forty four points yesterday on the Browns. So
3: maybe the best offense in the league. Yeah. yeah right. Um.
2: You know, they did a, they did a number on them in the second half of that game. Uh, but I thought there were a couple of times where the defense really shifted late to where all of a sudden New Orleans was going with it. it's like they almost knew where New Orleans was going with the ball before the Saints yeah. were you know, before they, they ran the play. And, they great
3: familiarity with Dalton. I, I don't think it's a super complex offense, but I I saw in your article, this was a team that was averaging what, twenty six points a game? Twenty seven with Dalton as quarterback. Okay. Yeah, with, with Dalton as the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they've moved the football. Their yards for play are high. You know, the EPA's high. You know, I mean, it's not a, a joke offense yeah, by any stretch.
2: So it's good. To, a good team win, I think. You know, it put a little pep back in everybody's step mm-hmm. in that locker room. Oh, I bet. You know, and you, and you talk, you know, it, it reaffirms. Uh, I think Mike Tomlin talked about this after the game, and, and I know Cam Hayward did. You know, it kind of reaffirms some of the stuff that they've been teaching here. Um, you know, you can teach that stuff, and if you're losing, it's like, all right, Coach, you're telling me this stuff works, but it's, we got another loss. We got another right, loss right. here. Well, now you've done it, and, and you had, you know, this really. If Haywards you
3: get it, yeah, that have been around the block. And if if you loss. look at
2: this, at it worst, it should have been twenty three ten. 10 it was a four. You know, he missed a forty nine. He missed a 38 yard field goal, and a forty nine yard field mm-hmm. goal. Those are those are ones you may – I mean, they put twenty six on the point points on the board yesterday. Everybody's going, "Ooh, that was what
3: a game!" I know, I, you know? Know, I know, I've gotten a couple today. Like, well, that's only their first game of. Uh, 20 offensive points, or whatever it was. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> I bet if Boz was there, it would have looked a little better. Yeah, too, right. You know, and, and the other thing about it, too, you're talking about field position and whatnot. Missed field goals to me are the same as a turnover. You know, yeah. they, yeah, they were plus two in turnover differential. Great. But the two field goals negate that, make it down to zero. And then the fact that they stopped the Saints on fourth down, to me, in my world, they're plus one in turnover ratio. That's a turnover. Yeah. They were plus one in turnover ratio. They generated two. That's great. But imagine if your kicker makes both those, then you're plus five. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: what does people-forward banking mean? At s it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give-back, make-you-smile campaign that will have you saying, this is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC.
2: Uh, plus three, I'm sorry. The other one I you know, I I thought this was a big uh, drive as well. Um the field goal drive uh to start the uh to start the fourth quarter. Uh it was actually they started it late in the third quarter. This put the one that put them ahead. New Orleans punts them down inside the, it was at the two. The guy yeah, made they right. the made a great that punt. Was an it, punt. It bounded sideways out of bounds at the two, and you're thinking, oh. Man, if they don't get a first down here, now you're giving the Saints yeah, the ball yeah, back yeah. at midfield. It's a tie ball game. They go 83 yards uh, and 11 plays.
3: Does it have it on there? Like, how how much time of possession? It was 11 plays. I mean, that's close yeah. enough. I was just curious, how much clock did that eat? I mean...
2: That was a 13-minute uh, drive? Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, no, time of possession was... I'm sorry, it was a 622. Okay. 622. 622.
3: But, I mean, sure, this offense isn't putting up 40 points. I mean, we know, it, but it... It's all baby steps. They don't make that drive against any defense in week two or yeah. week four. I just believe that. Well here's you the here's know, the two yard You know,
2: I I mentioned in the article the uh, the the second half possessions for
3: They're the, Saints. the Saints. Oh, the Braves. Here are the
2: Steelers. Fifty nine or sixty four yards missed field goal, eighty three yards field goal, forty four yards touchdown, uh four yards miss field goal. That was after the turnover. Okay. And then forty three yards end the game. So really, the, every one of their second half drives,
3: Substantial drives. was
2: a was a scoring drive.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Any one that that mattered, right? Right. Oh, they you had an opportunity to put points. There on. were opportunities to put points on the board, which, yeah. you know, again, we we just you have, can't help
3: it that deba- yeah. the ball didn't go between the uprights or whatever. Um, a quick negative. I know they scored two touchdowns, but by no means do I think, oh, they're red zone. The red zone, yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, Pickett's on a one yard sneak. The the pickens. Play whatever I still want to see a 12 yard zip it in there between a safety and a linebacker. You know, uh, I I, the the red zone stuff to me is still worrisome, you know, as are the explosive pass plays. But
2: you know, but they did have uh, again, they they won the explosive plays period in this game, yeah. Four long runs, yeah. You had the four long runs, you had two long passes. passes, Now, one was Deontay, nice one, uh, one was Jalen Warren on a catch and run, but Mm -hmm. that's allowed too. Yeah, <laughs> I just said to on a different
3: podcast today, I'm like, I want to see him more in the passing game. I thought he was yeah. a real force in the passing game.
2: Yeah, just makes guys miss in the open field. Yeah.
3: He's a quick little strider. Yeah. Hard to keep up with.
2: And, but, uh, yeah, you, you do like to see it. Uh, again, I, I like the the incorporation of some quick slants into the offense. Yeah. We hadn't seen much of that.
3: More in-breaking routes.
2: Yeah. Um, they did it right out of the gate. They hit mm-hmm. Pickens on one. They hit uh, Johnson on one. Uh, again, I mentioned the, the, the one that they hit that uh, would have been – a touchdown if, if yeah, Johnson's yeah. not interfered with. I mean, you're putting that stuff on tape. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now opponents have to okay. Now he's not just going to you know lob it down the the sideline. Right. right, right, right. Um, They're going to they're going to try to hit some stuff. And I,
3: then I hope they see a slant and go off that. Or, you yeah, know, right. I mean, just comebacks, things you know, in breaking routes in general. Um, this is probably a bigger conversation than we have for this segment. And I don't know how much you you studied the snap counts and whatnot, but it. It, there, there's some interesting trends that I saw is that, that Sims and Gunner basically split the slot duties right down the middle in 11. But they were also in 12 much more than usual. I'm wondering if they're feeling their way out, or are they going to try to be bigger, or how the, how they're going to handle basically their fifth skill guy. I mean, we know the four that are always going to be on the field, one of the two backs. Um, but it worked, and I think they gained some valuable experience with that. I'm not sure what the plan is exactly, though.
2: The plan is to continue to do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't think that they view. I know they talk about Sims being, you know, the the guy that uh, you mm-hmm. know, primarily replaces uh, Chase Claypool, but it's going to be a combination of those yeah, guys. Yeah. And Hayward
3: and Boykin played more snaps. Right, you, you may see you know, those right, guys right.
2: in there a little bit more often because they're both, you know, they give you a bigger body. They're all different.
3: Yeah, they're a lot different than Sims.
2: And you know, they they even uh, you know trotted out that uh, Wildcat again a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um and and that that has Warren and Harris on the field at the same time. Yeah, so.
3: and that's intriguing to me too because they're both good blockers. Like that, these pony packages when one running back's never blocked anyone's life, like <laughs> I never <laughs> quite understood that. You know, but these guys will both block.
2: Yeah, they're both uh, willing and, and able to do mm-hmm. so. So, uh, good overall team win. We'll see oh, if they can so. uh, you know carry that over to next week against the Bengals, a team they should have some pretty good confidence against.
3: Oh, I would think so. I you mean, know,
2: after what happened in week one. Yeah. Um. You know, you handled that team. Um. We'll see whether Jamar Chase is back this week. Yeah. Uh, or the, Minka's
3: the... back. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I didn't hear any serious dealer injury news, but maybe we can talk about that. Some too, but, minor bumps yeah. and
2: bruises here and there. Um. You know, pick it uh, with an ankle, but that mm-hmm. that shouldn't be a major thing. Uh, you know, some guys uh, with your usual Monday limping yeah, around yeah, kind of yeah. stuff that were over there today, but uh, nothing that's, that seems to be too bad. Uh, I thought Ogan Joby very was good. was very uh disruptive on the mm-hmm. inside. I thought Montrevis
3: Adams played quite well too against yeah. the run. Yeah. And Cam was really
2: good again. So, yeah, I mean a lot to lot to take out of that game. A lot that you that you would like uh You can subscribe now to The Drive here on uh, Steelers Nation Radio. For every, every episode that we do is available for you to download. You can subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steeler's Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: What does people-forward banking mean? At s it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give-back, make-you-smile campaign that will have you saying, this is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC.